Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Record better audio anywhere with Motive Digital Microphones from Sure. Easy to use options like the MV88 plug directly into your phone or computer and include a free app. Create studio quality sound for podcasts, music, and videos. Visit sure.com to learn more.
All right, welcome back to the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. It's November 13th. We got a great show for everybody tonight. Crown of Earth is our guest. Uh, we're going to have Danny Knight on the show, but it looks like the whole band will be calling in in about an hour. But until then, we got a lot of great music to play for everybody right there. I've been on a sanctuary kick this whole month. I don't know why. Off the Refuge Denied record from way back in, I want to say, 86? Don't quote me on that one. Uh, doing White Rabbit, the Jefferson Airplane cover. Such a great song off that record. I don't think we've ever opened up the show with a cover tune before, but I just happen to love that version. It gets so intense towards the end. Killer, killer stuff over there. Hopefully Sanctuary will get a record next year uh, before they change back to Nevermore again. <laughs> they went back and forth over the last couple of years with that. So uh, hopefully Sanctuary will be around for a little bit. All right, let me see. What can we do for everybody right now? How about uh, I guess more music on while I... Uh, Write down a few things over here I have to take care of during today's show. How about Anger with Fatal Company?
uh, Jag Panzer with Harder Than Steel. That used to be the theme song of my cock when I was younger, but these days uh, it's got a whole different theme to it. Great band. They're in the studio right now recording music and getting ready for the new record. I can't wait for that to come out. Uh, we had uh, you know, Tyrant on the show about a week ago, and he did his whole spiel about uh, Harry Conklin, Tyrant, Greg May. There's this whole thing between the two of the machines, but... No, he is an amazing vocalist. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. All right, let me see. Dave the other day was talking to me about Alpha Tiger. He sent me a message. I had completely forgotten about this band. I mean, uh, they came out with a pretty good debut record. Then I kind of lost track of them after that. Uh, but I'm looking to get those albums again and uh, catch up on what's happening with those guys. So here's the song, Karma.
off a tag of a karma. There you go, Dave. I forgot just how good those guys were. I'm definitely going to pick up some of the later albums and uh, revisit them once again. All right, let me see here. The band's going to be calling in around 7 o'clock. We're kind of slowing it down for the last few shows of the year, keeping it like one band a week. You know, most of the year we have two or three guests on each week. So we're going to just take it easy and have one guest, play a lot of music. You really, when you think about it, there's only about four shows left till the end of the year. And uh, then we're off the last week because it's Christmas and uh, it's the holidays. So uh, we'll be back in January really strong. All right, let me see here. Raskin, the band Raskin. Nobody's ever heard of these guys, but they opened up for Motley Crue on, on, the, on the last leg of their tour. Um, they're suing the band for $30 million. I guess the band and the entertainment company that uh, uh, put, the, put the tour on, saying that they weren't given enough stage time to play, uh, that they played in front of like you know, half-empty empty arenas, uh, and that the band squirted them with a water gun filled with piss. Now, at the end of every big tour, especially in the 80s, you know, bands always haze one another on stage. That's just part of it. I guess Raskin are a bunch of these new bleeding, bleeding hot liberal metalheads that don't get it. <laughs> That's what happens. They played in front of half-empty crowds because, let's face it, very few people go to the arenas today to see the opening bands, especially if it's a band that nobody's ever heard of before. People are just popping in when Motley Crue come on or Drew's Priest or I Made It or whoever it is. Very few people there anymore for the opening bands. It's not like the old days where you had a couple of classic bands on the bill. Uh, nobody's going there for that, especially when the shows take place during the week. And the fact that they paid a million dollars to buy onto the tour, I mean, you know what? In the 80s, that would have been a worthwhile investment for a band to make to get on that kind of tour because it would have gave them, like, you know, the presence people would have known who they were. It's, it's great publicity for that. But today, it doesn't work. The business is not there today for that. No band opening up for Motley Crue or Judas Priest or Iron Maiden or any other, you know, arena band is going to break big after opening up for them. It's just the market is just not there anymore. I mean, honestly, I don't know who's going to fill the arenas when these guys are gone, uh, but it isn't going to be some of these opening bands that nobody's ever heard of. I mean, it's just not going to happen. So I don't know what they were expecting. And if you had a million dollars to invest in opening up for Motley Crue, I think you could use that money for a lot better things as far as the band goes. Because honestly, it, you could have played clubs and probably had just as many people coming to see you than playing in front of empty arenas where nobody ever gave a shit. You know, they were there for Motley Crue and Motley Crue only. That's just the way it goes today. I mean, you think back to the 80s, you know, talking Motley Crue. Motley Crue opened up for Ozzy Osbourne. I believe it was during the, the Bark at the Moon tour. Uh, Motley Crue broke really big after that. They already had a reputation, but after that, after that tour, they were they were headliners in arenas. After that, two years later, Metallica, when uh, when Massive Puppets came out, they opened up for Ozzy. Then that was it. They exploded after that tour. They were already big and on the way up. They already had a name for themselves. But those opening slots, you know, put them into the arenas themselves as headliners. That's not happening today. It's not even possible for that to happen today. So to spend a million dollars opening for Motley Crue. What a waste of money. What a waste of time. And it's just another bullshit lawsuit that's going to get thrown out, you know, but it is what it is. All right. How about we do some Sirith Ungul, Master of the Pit?
merciful fate was Satan's fall. That's like one of my go to the bathroom songs. You know, it's like 11 minutes long. That and that war with Satan. Depends on what, I have, what kind of business I have to take care of over there. But I love Merciful Fate. Been a big fan for many, many years. And like I said, every time I play them on the show, I keep hoping one day that reunion will take place. All right, the band's going to be calling in in about 15 minutes or so. And we'll get that interview going. Uh, I saw that Dave Linsk is off of the Overkill tour. Uh, that just started over in Europe. Um, uh, the extra guitar player from Grip Bank, uh, Waldemar, is playing with them right now. I don't know what happened. They didn't really say anything. I don't know if uh, uh, Dave, was, Dave got, was sick or has some family thing they had to take care of. I, I'm not really sure. Uh, Dave's been on the show a few times. He's a real nice guy. Uh, I don't know. I mean, to me, I would have went out with just the four of them, uh, you know, with the one guitar player. The band was always a four-piece band. Uh, in the beginning, uh, so they could have did it without a second guitar play, I believe, but I guess they, they didn't want to do that, and uh, it seems like a lot of the guys that have been dropping by the wayside and being replaced, and fill-ins are coming in, and this seems to happen a lot with them, Anthrax, Testament, and a few other bands. There are always members that are being replaced with tours. I don't know if it's because they have other commitments that they can't make, but, you know, and I know it's hard, because if you're in a band, you know, at that level, you do play out a lot, you do record, and, and it kind of is your main thing, but sometimes it's not enough of a main thing to support you, your family, and your bills. So you kind of have to have a job. And that does, you know, affect what you can and cannot do as far as going out on the road. So it's a catch-22. But with Overkill, these guys pretty much do what they do uh, for a living. You know, that's how they make their money. So I don't know what happened with Dave. Hopefully, you know, this isn't the, a bigger thing with the band where he's out for good. Uh, it's just something temporary. But they really haven't settled this as far as I know. I don't know if anybody else has heard anything, but that's how it is right now. I know a lot of people are saying they would love to see Bobby Gustafsson come back into the band. Uh, let's face it, we've had Bobby on the show not long ago, and it doesn't seem like that's ever going to happen. I mean, there's just too much animosity between them, and, and I don't see it taking place. And I remember asking Bobby Blitz that during, uh, during an interview once, and he kind of shut me down. <laughs> and then kind of ended after that, you know, about getting that original lineup back together. Uh, it just well, It's just not going to happen, I don't think. And then again, why would it? I mean, you got D.D. and Bobby who basically run and control the band. Uh, they're the ones that profit for most of the money. The other guys are just hired hands. You know, get a paycheck out of it. So why would they want to go back to the old way of doing things? All right, let me see what I can do for everybody right here. Let's get another tune on. How about Crackjaw with Night Out?
All right, John wanted to hear some Megadeth off the first demo. There's the skull beneath the skin. You're right, that first demo and that first album are classic. Everything after that was kind of hit or miss with me, and that's the case with a lot of bands from back in the day. I, believe it or not, I was never the biggest Megadeth fan in the world. I mean, I don't know why, but I do enjoy the earlier stuff, but most of the stuff after that I can kind of do without. All right, let me see. we got about five minutes for the band calls in. We'll play a song off their brand new record, the self-titled Crown of Earth album, and then by that time, the band should be ready to go. So how about this record dig up here? All right, how about we do Into the Night? Into the night, 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 night. Into the 
All right, Crown of Earth with Into the Night. The band should be calling in any second. We'll just wait for them before we play any more music and get that interview going. Uh, Vivian Campbell was ranting and raving again the other day about Dio Disciples, how they're nothing more than a cover band because there's no original members that are playing with them. I mean, everybody that does play with them outside of the vocals obviously were in the band at one point in time or another. Uh, I got to be honest with you. If you. I don't know if you've heard that original song that they wrote. Uh, it sounds really good. So I'm hoping that they kind of do turn it into something original again and, uh, and start recording more of it. Uh, the, the original songs they have are really phenomenal. Uh, so I like to hear more of that. Better than the last and last stuff, which I really don't care for at all. Anyway, he talks about them being a cover band, but he forgets that he's not an original member of Def Leppard. Phil Collins is not an original member of Def Leppard. So, you know, like, you know, three-fifths of that band is only the original members, too. Do they, does he feel like he doesn't belong in Def Leppard or he doesn't have the right to play this song because he's not an original member? I mean, yes, they are like a glorified cover band, uh, you know, but people enjoy it. They just want to get out and have a good time and hear those songs that they'll never get to hear again. You can't replace Ronnie James Dio. It's impossible. Yeah, you know, but people get a kick out of it. They enjoy it. I mean, I really didn't like the whole hologram thing that kind of turned me off. It was just a little silly looking, you know, but they're trying to figure out ways of generating revenue and making money, you know, and that's what Wendy Dio does. It's a business to her right now, and that's all she's trying to do. So we'll see what comes about with that. But Vivian Campbell's just, you know, he's doing a lot of ranting and raving, and He's not endearing himself to any of the people that really should be buying his albums and listening to his music. So it might be time to kind of calm that down a little bit. Uh, John Karabi, uh, he's had about five news articles this week. <laughs> and, uh, you know, every one of them refers to him as the ex-Motley Crue singer. None of them ever say anything about the Dead Daisies, <laughs> which is his newest band. Uh, and there's a lot of, you know, high-profile people in that band. Marco Mendoza was in there. Doug Aldrich was in there. A few other people in there. And they're not bad if you're into that type of rock uh, music. And if what they're doing, it's pretty good. Uh, I think we're going to have them on the show next month. I'm not even sure. Uh, I was waiting to get a confirmation date back on them, but nothing yet. So uh, we'll see about that. But it's always about Motley Crue, the ex-singer of Motley Crue, the ex-singer of Motley Crue. And every conversation goes off with the Motley Crue. And sooner or later, he has to end that and say, hey, you know what? We got to get on the Dead Daisies here. That's my new band, my new project. And we got to focus on that right now. And it just doesn't seem to be happening. So... They're going to have to make that happen. All right, let me see. I think uh, Danny said uh, he'll be calling in in a couple of minutes. Let me see if I can squeeze in a, a quick two-minute ditty uh, before he does. Not too many songs that short. The only thing that short is usually my sex life, but uh, <laughs> that's a whole other story. All right, let me see what I can do for everybody right here because I definitely need to go get a glass of water. And between now and then, how about we do uh, some bad brains? Let's get on. And now, you know what? We played that a few weeks ago. Hmm. I am a little confused. I don't know what to get on. I'm trying to find something quick just to kill a few minutes till the band calls in, but all right, how about, uh, no, that's a Christmas song. We need that for the Christmas show. All these Christmas songs are like two minutes long, but, you know, we, we need to save that for our uh, holiday extravaganza coming up in a couple of weeks. So uh, let me see. Here we go. How about we do this one right here? All right, Four by Fate, back in the 80s. <laughs>
Fall by Fate back in the 80s. That band featured a lot of ex-members of Ace Frehley's Comets. Uh, John Regan, we had on the show a few months ago. Uh, Todd Holwath. Um, I'm not sure who else is playing in the band these days. They had a, a couple of lineup changes, but it's definitely those two in there. And they put out a real solid record. And I have to tell you, one of my favorite records this year is the Frank Dominio one, uh, the ex-singer uh, from Angel. He put out such a great hard rock album. Uh, you know what? I, maybe we'll close out uh, the show tonight with a song off of that. I don't know if I have anything new or different. I, I played a lot of the, the songs off the album already on the show, but I'll see what I have uploaded for today, and I'll, and I'll try to close out today's show with one of the songs off that album. But right now, it's definitely clocking in at one of my favorites for the year, and we're down to the last few weeks of that. So uh, we'll definitely wrap up the last two weeks, you know, doing the best of uh, 2016. You know, it's kind of hard to pick out your favorite album because there's so many great ones out there, and no one is better than the other to me if I love them. I'm just a fan of music and, and metal in general. But we'll play all of the best sounds of this year. Maybe we'll play some of the worst ones and goof on them. Who knows? <laughs> Listen, I don't think there was a Chris Holmes record this year, was there? <laughs> Maybe there was. Who knows? But we're waiting for the band to call in. They said a couple of minutes. I'll give them a few more. And uh, then we're going to have to jump into another song after that. And uh, we're going to wrap things up here early tonight. We'll be done uh, right after that interview, probably. But next week, who do we have on next week? Let me see here. Let me dig up my uh, calendar. Uh, Herman Frank is on next week, the ex-guitar player from Accept. Herman Frank has his own band going right now, as well as Panza with Ashima from Destruction and Stefan Schwartzman, who used to also play in Accept. Uh, so we'll be talking to Herman next week. The week after that, we were supposed to have uh, Jason Bittner on from Flotsam and Jetsam. I was supposed to record an interview the other day uh, with the band when they were out on the road, but it just bombed out. Uh, we kept losing the signal as they were traveling, and then... Uh, you know, AK jumped in, and we were talking to him too, and it was too hard to kind of piece it together. Uh, so we're going to try to set that up again for next week if possible, and uh, we'll air that pre-recorded interview the following Sunday. But I do believe we have the guys from Taiketo on the show uh, the last Sunday of November. And December, we're going to kind of take it easy with the guest list and uh, play a lot of albums from 2016. All right, hang on. I think we got the band on the line. Let's connect them. Let's get this interview going. Danny, are you there? Hello, Mike. How are you? Doing good, man. What's happening there? Rushing around like crazy. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, is everybody with you tonight or are you alone? I have Marky, uh, Marky Z on, on the other line. Uh, it's our bass player. Yeah, Mark, how you doing? How you doing, man? I'm good. doing great. It's a pleasure to have you on here today. Thank you. Uh, it was, we just got done playing, you know, song off the record Sounds great. You guys did an amazing job on this. You know, you guys are sort of like a self-contained unit. You kind of do everything on your own, right? Yeah, that's correct. Is that difficult and challenging today? I mean, is there a lot that happens with that, you know, not having any outside help? Um, you know, it's, it's just makes you real busy, that's all. It's not difficult. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. makes you run around from, you know, spot to spot and call to call. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just going to throw the questions out there. Whoever wants to jump in and answer, feel free. Uh, I'll leave it up to you guys, okay? Thanks. All right. Well, I mean, the album's out now, but didn't you guys have a release a couple of years ago, or am I just crazy? I know you had sent me, like, Born Again Warrior and Frank the Hellraiser. Were they just singles or MP3s that you put out? The single for uh, Born Again Warrior was out. Okay, that and, was uh, right. We have a video out there on, on YouTube. Uh, it's it's dedicated to the veterans, you know, disabled veterans. Yeah. I mean, it, it it sort of lends itself to that. It wasn't 
meant to be like that, but it just lends itself to that, and we've done a lot of charity work because of that. You do. I see a lot of shows where you're out there playing and raising money for the veterans. That's an amazing thing. I mean, it's you know something comes out of everything, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just the song lends itself to, uh, I think, you know, disabled vet awareness, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, guys, for people that don't know the band that aren't familiar with you guys yet, how did this all come about? When did it get started? Um, the band started about, I would say, four years ago. Um, Mike Ellis, the, uh, the guitar player, um, brought in Chris Graziola, who I've known for years, and Chris kept asking me to come and check out this project he's got, and I was like, huh, I don't want to do anything right now. I'm not into yeah. it, man. He kept bugging me and bugging me. I'm like, whatever, I'll go check it out. And then when I got there, I liked what I heard and just took off from there. So with a few few lineup changes, you know, from from that time on, we finally landed a decent lineup right now, and I'm real happy with it. That's why we basically kind of want to just take off fresh here. You know, just all that other stuff was just precursor nonsense, you know, to, the, mm-hmm. to what we have now. And I'm real happy with what we got now. So I want to I want to keep it going. I want to take it as far yep. as we can and see what happens. And we are That's... doing a lot in a short time since um, basically we we were stifled for two years with the manager we had, who did a lot of a lot of uh, lip service, and I wasn't crazy about yep. that. But I didn't want that to begin with. So yeah. having a manager that did nothing versus me and Marky trying to do all the back end work. He, he basically tied our hands. And oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marky and I just, we kind of, um, you know, we have people in the band that do certain things, which is which is cool. Like, Marky's good at marketing and bringing people in. I'm, I'm good with taking those people and taking it to the next level. I'm, um, I also try to find people myself. Um, we have, like, a politician in the band. That's Mike. <laughs> we yeah. have... Another guitar, the other guitar player is just riding along, that little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and then our new drummer, he, he's, you know, he's good, man. He knows, he knows he's got a lot of good ideas. So we're yeah. all just working together. That's good. Is it important that everybody in the band, you know, find a role and have a role to play where they feel like they're contributing? Or is it kind of better when there is like maybe one guy or two guys that, do lead the band and make the decision to keep everything kind of uniform and, and steady? Well, I think that's how it is with this project. You know, I'm like, uh, we all have, it's, it's both. I mean, we all have our positions and duties and everything and uh, what's expected of us and, and people just run with it. And then you also have like the final say-so kind of person in there too. Yeah. Um, no, but we all. I think it, we're so tight that we don't really have to have that one person. We all know what needs to be done and what you know and how to do it. So it's not really a problem with having. But there is like you know the and or the gan the gavel boom, 
let's just make that decision. Let's do it. That yeah. Thing. That one person just doing it. That's pretty much Mike because he started the band. He's got a personality that you know is a leader wise, you know, or I can say uh, uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got it. Well, I mean, He's not here how to spend himself. Well, well, how's Philadelphia today for music? I mean, I know you guys get out and about, and you do play at other places, but is there enough of a, a scene there to sustain you guys and to keep you busy or active where you don't have to travel out too far to get a show going? Mike, I'm 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 disappointed right now with this scene. Ah, that's not good. You know, I'm real disappointed because yeah. Uh, I, I I you know what? You mark my words. I believe it's probably due to the election. Like, people are just preoccupied with that. And for the last, you know, six, seven months or whatever year, it just seemed like it, it just died off. It seems like the people, you know how they got that term, support local music? Yeah. Well, I think it's more like boycott local music at this point, you know? <laughs> oh, man. That's not good. Is, is, it a, is it a club issue or, 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 a, or a people issue? Um, both. I mean, we had yeah. uh, we had a lot of clubs close. There's still the tried and true ones that are around, but you know they like cover bands or uh, that kind of thing. And then there's it's just hard for originals, but they're just closing left and right, maybe because the people. So which which is it? I mean, is it the people causing it or is it the bars causing it? You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, as a band, what do you do? I mean, about that. I mean, really, there's really nothing you can do to get more people to come out or to get clubs open up. But as a band, how do you? What do you do to stay to stay busy? Do you have to look to like outside places to go play, like New Jersey, New York? I mean, within traveling distance. Yeah, I mean, like we were just talking the other day. We want to do like a, uh, you know, just keep our this two two hour circle. You know. Yeah. Two hour circle is feasible call like your your domain and you know we are we had a bunch of gigs lined up and we we went through them and to be honest i want to take a break we got other things to focus on so it's it's, every time you want to do something new or or try something different you got a gig to prepare for or it just takes up your time on that weekend and you know so if you don't have gigs you can do other things such as a new video that we're going to put out uh, for one of our songs called Why Should I Care. Um, Mike pretty much has the whole storyboard, you know, on paper. Yeah. And it's all ready to go. We're lining up. It's it's a big production. I mean, we've got a lot, got a lot of things to think about. Is, you know, to, again, as doing it yourself kind of thing, it's a lot to uh, line up and arrange far as like a just the video shoot itself uh, a lot of logistics a lot of uh a lot of things to think about and get in order you know actors actresses uh locations you know place to shoot just the equipment everything it's pre-production post-production it's just too much to, a lot to think about and doing gigs all the time takes away from that so yeah it, you got to kind of balance it somehow yeah like i guess today man playing live, oh, sorry mike playing, 
No, I'm playing live. Can you actually become secondary sometimes? All the other band business. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at it in a way. Uh, the playing live is, you know, it's the cost of doing business because, it, you know, you don't make too much money off of uh, playing live. Yeah. Um. So it's the cost of doing business. Basically, it costs money sometimes. You know, you, to to for fuel and hotels and stuff to get out there and you yeah. know maybe take a day off of work you know your day job I mean, sure no one no one's making a living off of this but it's all exactly. for the love of music that's what it's about yeah yeah well you know marky being the bass player and being a bass player myself i always think we're the key members of any band and we're the most important members of a band you know i know singers like to think they are and guitar players but it's really us <laughs> Yeah, well, the drummer and the bass player are very important. If they're That's not right. Safe, the rest of the band isn't. That's right. I agree with you 100%. I personally think we could do it without everybody. We could just do it on our own, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, Mike, I'm going to kick your ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the bass. <laughs> all about the bass. About yeah. the bass. About the bass. Well, get, getting back to the recording of the record, like I said, you guys do do it on your own. I mean, is, is it an expensive proposition today, or is it a little bit easier for bands because of the technology that we have to kind of put out your own record, or is it more in the distribution where you, you kind of need maybe to help getting it out there? Or is it all digital today? I mean, a lot of it is digital. To answer that question, I think it's more feasible and doable than it ever was. But it's still, you know, it all depends on how good you want it to sound yeah um thankfully i got a good buddy who owns a recording studio that i always rip him off and he's willing to accept (laughs) peanuts for his services and uh get a great recording out of it but i'll see how long that lasts and how long i can drag him through the mud for (laughs) that (laughs) Because we're working on another album, and he's he's just a great dude, man. He's a real nice guy, and yeah, and he's been a friend of mine for a long time. So he can having that asset and that that resource is very very helpful because I think his stuff's radio ready kind of stuff. He's got golden ears. I love the guy. He's a great dude. His name's Richard Gavallis over there in Royersford, Pennsylvania. He's a, got a great studio called dome sound studio nice well you're working on a new record already i mean where is this one going to pick up i mean is it in the same vein of what you just put out or are you you're experimenting you're going in a little different direction are you trying to keep it you know similar marky i want your input on that one take it um well we're all involved in putting together the music you know what i mean yeah um it's a collective thing, uh, the way things are now. You know, um, well, I, I joined the band, what would you say? I've been with you guys three years now. And I have to say it's the best, you know, lineup, like Danny said, no question about it. Um, and then, and, and a lot of yeah. musicians. Yeah. You know, um, well, let me elaborate on that one. I, I think, uh, you know, because the first this album um, had uh, 
different musicians, and um, the songs were already kind of pre-built by Mike. Yeah, yeah. He had yeah. he had all these songs. That's why I said I liked the material that I heard, and it was just like a jump in and let us get moving kind of thing. And it happened real quick. Um, for yep. that material, he had everything laid out and structured, and it didn't take much to do. So this uh, this album, though, with this lineup, is is gonna be more. Well, different. I think it's going to be different sounding, but still us um, because it's us, you know? Yeah. Can I say something into that? Um, sure. That's like my train of thought on that. I agree exactly what Dan is saying. Um, it's matured is a good way to say it. Not saying that the first album isn't great because it's awesome or I never would even join the band seeing the high potential that this project has. Um, the new music has this element, fresh new heavy metal feel, even though we still sound like that classic heavy metal band that people used to from back in the day. But now it's got this clean, fresher new edge to it, which drives us to a, a much more higher level uh, in energy, because I think we're more aggressive in the newer music. Well, yeah. A little more aggressive. Having a different drummer um, who yep. is just he he adds a lot to um, the technicality of it, you know. So it's it's more, it just seems more progressive in a way. I think. Yeah. Yep. You know, just a bit more technical. Is a yeah. way to look at it too. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing you know, the music you know when you have it out. Pushing us to grow more. Say that again, Mike. No, so I'm definitely looking forward to hearing what you guys are cooking right now. Yeah, I'm real. I'm real. High. You know, I'm proud of what we had, and I'm proud of what we're gonna do too, man. Yeah. So it's just that's the whole idea, and I appreciate you, Mike, doing your show. You always have great guests. You always have great insight on everything. You always have great conversations. I love your show, man. Well, I appreciate that, Danny. We we haven't spoken in a while. It's been a, quite a few years since you've been on the show, so it's good to have you back on here again and, and catching up with the band. I mean, you know, I mean, I know Crown of Earth is your thing, but do you have to have other bands or other projects to keep you busy, or is one band enough today for any musician? One one band is plenty, uh, as yeah. far as. <laughs> however, <laughs> like I, I just ran from a, a, a different situation today. Uh, a guy who's like a local legend around here, he asked me to fill in for him on this project. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty uh, psyched about it because it's music that I grew up with, music that I love, and I, I'd like to try it, you know. I mean, my guys, yeah. Crown of Earth, they understand, and they're, they're you know, they accept it. And I just sprang it on them uh, as far as me working with this other project. And, you know, it's not, I'm, I, I made it clear that it's not going to interfere with Crown of Earth because this is our thing. And, but, you know, there's, there's some kind of animosity sometimes when somebody says, I'm going to work with somebody else, you know, all the, all the, all the question marks start popping up, but there's no way uh, I can, I can let this Crown of Earth, uh, anything get in the way of that. That's why, that's why we're here talking to you. I mean, we're trying to spread the word, you know, 
I, I, we're at a good good point right now, and in in, in our I guess uh, advancing the the band. So we just got with a cool promoter who hooked us up. You know, I know we've known each other for a long time, but yeah. And believe me, I would have uh, reached out to you soon soon enough. But I didn't have to. This guy that we hooked up with, um, like a mutual business partner, I suppose, yep, is uh, got us together on this this interview. So I, I appreciate that uh, Benjamin from uh, you know he he hooked us up. That's cool. So hey, you know, we're getting things moving. We're getting things moving again. Well, you know, you're welcome on the show anytime you want. You never have to ask anybody else. All you have to do is just tell me you're ready to come on, and you can always come <laughs> on here. You know that. Awesome, man. When we got something, we got something worthwhile. I definitely like the second album, or, or you know, that'd be great to to expose that. Absolutely. We got a couple other things in the works. And I was you wondering, sure? you got the you got the uh, T-shirt I sent you, right? I got the T-shirt you you, you sent me. I, as a matter of fact, I was wearing it probably yesterday. I should have posted a picture, but I I get it up a little later. <laughs> Later on, I'm glad. I'm glad. But, but, but I do appreciate that and the album. And you did a kick-ass job on it. I'm gonna let you guys go in a few minutes because I gotta play another song. You know what it is? It's Sunday night and 98, 90 Day Fiance comes on in a half hour, and I gotta see if Nicole's gonna hook up with Amwa. So it's it's a major thing in my life watching that show. So I'm gonna get on some music <laughs> in a little bit, and yeah. we're gonna wrap this up here. But where's the best place everybody keep up with you guys, the band, and more importantly, to pick up this great record that you put out? Oh, um, well, first of all, as far as TV shows, I got to tell you, I never missed an episode uh, of Walking Dead in like six years. This year, I didn't watch any of them yet. I, oh, wow. I've been so busy with Crown of Earth and stuff. Yeah. And I, I just haven't watched it, so I'm just going to say I'm an all or nothing kind of guy, right? I, <laughs> like if I got a tattoo, I'd have to get my head to toe covered in <laughs> tattoos. That's why I never got a tattoo. Uh. <laughs> so watching all those episodes, I'm kind of bummed out because I'm not going to watch anything, and I'm going to have to sit down on a on a binge, a Walking Dead binge night or something. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I'll let you go. Um, as far as uh, the Crown of Earth um, material, uh, it's out on CD Baby. I guess go to crownofearth.com. Crownofearth.com is a good place to start. Facebook next, you know, Crown uh, Facebook slash Crown of Earth. Go there. Mike, you have um, plenty of links and stuff to our stuff on uh, your... Absolutely. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> I got all your links. You will, though. They're all on your website. I copied them all from your website. Okay. Then, you got uh, a .com, people. Forget about that. Nobody does it anymore. Oh, I know. Facebook's <laughs> ruling it. But, you know, I think that's... There's links to the music from CD Baby. Now, I need to get a merchant page set up so i can sell directly or something like yeah uh, uh, I, I we just got a thousand cds in man and uh we need you to help us move them because you know we all need yeah. gas money to get to the next show <laughs> so, i hear that come to we the show look for our gig yeah. you know we're gonna take a little break till the beginning of the year oh we also have a good thing going with uh the guys from metal church uh, oh, yeah. Marky yep. hooked us up with uh, the contact who uh, ju- um, Steve Unger from Metal Church really digs our band, but he wants us to jam, do a, like a tour with his son, his son's band. Yep. They're called Spin Circus. Spin Circus. Yeah, I heard yeah, of and, 
What's that? No, I heard of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're they're a really good band. Um, it's uh, the bass player from Metal Church, his son's band, and uh, yeah, Derek and uh, Devin. We're gonna mm-hmm. try to do a East Coast tour with those guys. So we're working on that. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. That's one thing coming up. Uh, but it's we, it'd be cool, Mike. If you know any, uh, maybe somebody out there has any kind of booking experience with uh, the East Coast. I'd like to sponsorships. Well, first off, booking shows that you know mm-hmm. we, we're looking for a booking agent. I guess that would be cool if uh, anyone listening could uh, reach out to us. Uh, uh, it's a after the show is all over, I'll drop you. I'll drop you a few names after the show is all over on Facebook. Okay, okay. I, I'm gonna let you. I don't know what else to tell, tell you, man. It's just CrownOfEarth.com, Facebook, CrownOfEarth, and um, CD Baby. You can check us out. It's just search for Crown of Earth, and it'll link, link you over to other things. Mm-hmm. So we'll have the links cool. up here on the show for you. Don't worry. We'll hook you guys up. And, and Danny, I'll drop you a couple of names after the show to, for you to reach out to. Maybe you can make something happen with those guys by getting yeah, over here to awesome. New York. Great. We'll take Thanks, care Mark. of that for you. You got it. Mark and Danny, you guys take care. The best of luck with the band. Hopefully I'll see you guys live Thank soon. Thank you. Excellent. Anytime, man. We'll take care. Your way. You got it. All right, man. Take Good night, guys. Take care. All right, let's get on some Crown of Earth off the album. Here's Power Mines. Can't get over it Are they watching you? 
You know, the guys in Crown of Earth were talking about Metal Church, so I kind of had to get a Metal Church song on after the Crown of Earth song. There's Gods of Wrath, one of my all-time favorite records, that first Metal Church one. And they're back, and they're back in a big way these days. I mean, it was great that they got Mike Howe to come back into the band. Uh, when Kurt was on the show, he said that if they didn't get Mike back in, they would have just wrapped it up. They would have packed it in. They wouldn't even bother continuing. I think if Mike leaves the band, that probably will be the end of Metal Church. You could kind of hear in the Kurt's voice. But I'm glad that, you know, he is back. That last record was so solid. It was a great start again for them, you know, musically. And not that any Metal Church record was really ever bad over the years. They just were a little different sound. And I wasn't a big fan of Ronnie Monroe on vocals with them. And that kind of turned me off to the band for a lot of years. I mean, David Wayne is Metal Church. But Mike Howe was a great replacement, I felt. And, you know, I'm glad that he's back with them right now. They're out, on the, they're out on tour again right now. They just wrapped up the tour a few months ago. They're back out on the road again right now. So things are looking really good for the band, and I'm happy about that. All right, we have uh, about 15 minutes left in the show. We'll get on a few more tunes between now and then. Uh, on the Saint, we're doing this uh, Pledge Music uh, fundraiser for the live album, Copy Noctum, I believe it was called. Like I said, I'm not really a big fan of live records anymore. I don't really know who actually buys them. I mean, I know people are probably downloading them for free on the internet, but is is anybody actually still buying live records by bands? That's what I want to know. Uh, please let me know if you're buying live albums. I mean, as a kid, I, I, always, I, I always bought all the live records as a kid because I wanted to have every album my favorite bands put out. I didn't care. I, I, most of them, I didn't even listen to them because I'd rather hit a studio record, but... It seems like they got a live record coming out. Let's see how it does. I would prefer a new studio record and something maybe a little bit more return to form of the, the old Armistead than the last record was, uh, which was like way off the chart as far as I'm concerned. I didn't like it at all. I couldn't get into it, and I still can't. Uh, the one before that was actually a little bit better, but I would love to hear Armistead go like old school again. I mean, if Metallica could semi-do it, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm sure Armistead can. Uh, but let's see what happens here. John buys live records. That figures. He buys them with his wife's lunch money. He buys live records. And uh, in the chat, we were talking a little bit about festivals. Uh, Imam was saying how a lot of them have the same bands again playing. And we talked about this a few weeks ago. I think the festivals, I mean, they're still big. They still always do well. And, you know, a festival in California, it doesn't matter if the same bands are on the bill as, you know, keep it true because you have two different audiences, two different groups of people that are going to go see them. But when you have the same bands over and over again, it's like a circuit. They just keep going from festival to festival. It gets a little boring and monotonous. Uh, it'd be great to see some different bands on these bills. Uh, I really don't know who's left to reunite. I mean, these festivals started off in a great way. These were like, these weren't promoters. They were fans of music who just wanted to get these classic bands together again and put on a show. And some of them turned it, they're like really big things like Kit, and, you know, and Up the Hammers and a lot of other festivals. But now it's like with the same bands play year after year, festival after festival, it kind of takes away from it. And they need to start getting new bands on there. And it's great when they can reunite a classic band and get most of the original lineup in there and back together. That's always a cool thing. But you know, it seems like now they're reuniting bands with one key member. I mean, that's it. A guitar player, a singer, a drummer. And it's not even anybody else in the band. That's kind of stupid to me. I mean, if you're going to reunite a band, try to get that classic lineup together if you can, if not most of it. Not everybody's still in music and not everybody's still alive. But if you're going to reunite an underground band, don't let it be just one member. You know, it's it's a whole different thing when it's a band like Quiet Riot or if Led Zeppelin try to do it on Sabbath, but not these underground bands. You know, try to get the whole the whole group back together if you can. All right, we're down to the last 15 minutes. We're going to keep the music flowing here. Then we're going to wrap it up tonight and call it a week. How about we do a little Tokyo Blade? Love Struck. 
great band out of uh, Cleveland, Ohio from back in the day. They actually were around in the early 80s. That was War Child, and uh, that's off the first record. That's actually the title of the first record, Murder by Decibels from 1985. Uh, Killer Band, I think they had two other albums out after that, and they kind of packed them in sometime around the mid-90s. So they kind of went on for quite a bit of time. Never really got the recognition they deserved, but a real solid act out of Cleveland. All right, we're going to wrap it up here today. A couple minutes left in the show. I want to thank Marky and Danny from Cronovert. Oh, I see the guys are in the chat right now. I want to thank them for being on the show tonight. I do appreciate it. Uh, check out the band. You go to the Facebook page, the .com, and buy the album. It's always the most important thing. These bands put out records. You have to support and buy it. Or don't complain when they can't do it and put out another one later on. All right, next Sunday night, we have Herman Frank. I know Herman Frank is definitely on the show next week. And I think we should have Jason Bitten and Eric A.K. for Flotsam and Jetsam on. We tried to make it happen this week, but... We just couldn't get a connection going when they were on the tour bus traveling around out in the Midwest. So uh, we'll try to make it happen again next week if we can. If not, maybe I'll try to pre-record it. That way we'll uh, get that on the show. How about we wrap it up here tonight with some Thrust. This is off the band's latest record called Reincarnation. It's a song called Get Crazy. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. Thanksgiving is coming, my friends. Two weeks and the holiday season starts. Have a great one, everybody. I'll see you later. Take care.
best heavy metal anywhere. BlogTalkRadio.com and Heavy Metal Mayhem. Danny, I just figured out that if I switch to Metro PCS, I get two Samsung Galaxy phones free. Cool, Dad. And I could be a super dad with two free Samsung Galaxy phones and call myself Double Galaxy Man. Or you could give the second phone to your sidekick. Yeah, I guess I could do that. That's right. Two free Samsung Galaxy On5 smartphones are all yours when you switch to Metro PCS. Metro PCS, wireless figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Danny, I just figured out that if I switch to Metro PCS, I get two Samsung Galaxy phones free. Cool, Dad. And I could be a super dad with two free Samsung Galaxy phones and call myself Double Galaxy Man. Or you could give the second phone to your sidekick. Yeah, I guess I could do that. That's right. Two free Samsung Galaxy On5 smartphones are all yours when you switch to Metro PCS. Metro PCS. Wireless figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.